the reason why I was laughing is because I had it playing in the background and it's while they're combining. So he throws a card and it starts glowing and it lands on the the chest of shrimp daddy and as it does he's like shrimp daddy ha 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 it's a testament to the show that a shrimp character daddy. can just <laughs> scream out shrimp daddy and laugh and it's that humorous Back to the Laser Comb Podcast, the podcast where we comb through random episodes of classic TV shows with a fine tooth laser. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm NeoCal. This is episode 13 of the Laser Comb Podcast. And this week, uh, this is a Patreon sponsored show. Uh, so, special shout out to uh, a new Patreon subscriber of ours, Jared. Uh, long-time listener, he's uh, he's been following our shows for quite a while now. I've been seeing him on uh, pop up on the Facebook page and whatnot. So, uh, uh, yeah, shout out to you, Jared. Uh, Jared uh, is a ten dollar patron, and uh, if you're unaware, if you want to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this podcast, all you got to do is go to Patreon.com/slash/LaserComb. And at the $10 and up tier, you get to do just that. It doesn't matter what the show is. It can be anything you want. The only rules are, one, the show has to be over. Two, it has to be narrative-based. So no no, uh, game shows, no pro wrestling, no reality shows. No The Bachelor? No The Bachelor. No The Real World. No, uh, No Price is Right. No Jeopardy. No Wheel of Fortune. No Family Feud. None of that shit. Uh, those are the only rules. Uh, and uh, so uh, the show that Jared wanted us to review is a anime from uh, that ran from 2001 to 2002 called Fighting Foodons. If you're uh, watching the video show, both me and Cal have uh, uh, Fighting Foodons artwork as our background. So, yay. I spent like half an hour like in, in MS Paint blackening out the backgrounds just to like make this and you went and just googled and found a better backdrop in like 10 <laughs> seconds i was gonna say i'm glad you you pointed out that uh you you spent so long uh editing that image because i would have never known nobody would hey have. <laughs> that was a little bit of a jab there <laughs> um, i like to make mine unique i like to put characters and logos I've been in, maybe I should upgrade from MS Paint to Photoshop one of these days. Yeah, yeah, be like me and uh, uh, pirate Photoshop 2020. You mean legally purchase Photoshop? Uh, yes, that is exactly what I mean. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as I said, uh, Jared uh, picked uh, the uh, fight and food ons, and uh, we put it through the random number generator, uh, uh, just as we always do. And what we ended up with was episode 25 which is called Final Battle Don Cook slash Chase in Space. Originally aired on June 18th, 2002. So here we are. What is this show about, Cal? Can you Okay. Can you can you give 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 the listeners a little bit of a uh, 411 on Fighting Foodons? So Fighting Foodons is about food that has magically been 
turned into fighting monsters by magical cards. Mm-hmm. And some of them are good and some of them are bad and people use them for good and people use them for bad. Yeah. And as a result, we have an anime aimed at a younger audience and it's, it's based really on funny. A manga. It's based and on it's a really manga, funny. correct? It's based on a manga and it's actually very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I was actually surprised at how many times I laughed watching Listen this show. Listen to the intro and that sells... Ex- like the show knows exactly what it is, you mean, which I appreciate. You mean this intro? I it's something incredible. These monsters once were edible, so everybody take a look at combat creatures you can cook. Fighting Buddha, that's only for in between. Fighting Buddha, this is really nicotine. Pick the right ingredients to make the food obedient. Depending on the spice you add, your food on could be really bad. bad, bad, bad. yeah that 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 intro. yeah that that intro fighting da 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 fighting foodons yeah it's it shockingly catchy even though it's just normally i do a little bit of research as to like what a show is all about before i dive into a random episode of it but this time i went in completely cold and uh that what an experience that was i don't I think know that's a better experience <laughs> me too i didn't look up anything and i was I, I I was encouraged to look up more about this after I had watched it than any other show we watched. Wow! I really? was like, I need, I need to, I need to know who did this, what else he did. Even, um, uh, even Dark Oracle, hey. Oh yeah, another another Patreon uh, uh, show that we did. It was actually the first episode of this podcast, and I had found out that um, the guy that uh, made it um, did a lot of comic book some transformers stuff for idw he's he's got some work yeah and, he's, um, uh, i i'm noticing uh since we've been you know doing this and doing uh, uh too much energon our beast wars podcast you know alphanumeric our reboot podcast and yada yada i'm starting to notice a lot of cross pollination between talent amongst like uh uh artists writers producers showrunners voice actors like there there's a lot of crossover that i i had no idea about and it's been kind of a a, an interesting journey uh to discover yes it's like one of those there's a lot of crossover like uh bob forward one of the uh the creators of beast wars was one of the like lead writers on biker mice from mars which we covered on last week's episode of the podcast like how crazy is that random yeah (laughs) random uh so let's not dilly dally too much um no um one thing uh, i'll point out right away is you can see that early 2000s animation like 
Digimon, Pokemon inspired. It's like I, food Pokemon, but like the it's Yu-Gi-Oh and like Digimon inspired. Fried Ricer. Like. <laughs> I love Fried Ricer. I love Fried Ricer. I, I don't know why, but it's just like that also the the names of some of the like uh foodons like Shrimp Daddy. Fuck me, like shrimp daddy. Sp- spaghetti about it. Spaghetti <laughs> about it. I can't believe there's one named on Shrimp Daddy. Shrimp and I was daddy. actually laughing watching this. I was like, holy shit, there's one named Shrimp Daddy. Speaking it's, of daddy, uh, speaking of daddies, uh, uh oh. I'll talk more about this uh, at the like while we're actually covering the episode and in yeah. our summary at the end. But uh uh Chef Jack, holy shit, what a what a treat that character is. Right? Yeah, just a just a lovable, like enthusiastic doofus, and I'm I'm here for it. It's a lot happens in this, <laughs> and what an episode to go into! I actually watched the last episode, the episode after this, because I had to. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. did not, so I I will be I I'm in the dark as to to what happens in uh, their fight against uh, what is it, King Gorge, the drag queen ghost from space. I'm pretty I... sure his name is King Gorge. <laughs> Pretty sure his name is Drag Queen Ghost from Space, but we'll have to we'll have to see. Drag Queen Ghost, Drag Queen Ghost from Space sounds like the name of a great like uh like faux exploitation film. <laughs> uh, it's like you remember that like ten years ago that wave of people like make like intentionally making B movies. Most of them were pretty cringeworthy, like Manborg and like Wolf Cop and shit. Mm, I, I I really right. liked. I, uh, Kung Fury was part of that. I really liked Kung Fury. I think that's probably one of the only good ones. There was a sequel to Samurai Cop that was in that vein called Samurai Cop 2 Deadly Vengeance. Right, right. I actually own on Blu-ray. It's not very good. There was but, a uh, webcomic called Axe Cop that everybody really loved. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Drag Queen Ghosts from Outer Space sounds like it could be like one of those kind of movies. Fuck it, I'm copywriting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to. <laughs> That's great. We we need to like uh, step up Lasercomb <laughs> Productions and actually get to like making our own like f- like fake B movies. And that would be it. That that would be, be funny it. if we reviewed fake movies that we made. <laughs> Drag Queen Ghosts from Outer Space. Or we put like um, uh, we insert like little like fake movie trailers as adverts into the podcast and just cut from different things like <laughs> like this. Yeah, 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 that'd be pretty great. Be great. Uh, so, so yeah, let, we let's start not, with Drake not, being yeah, ghost let, from let, outer let's space, get into it. and he's shit talking the main character named Chase. Yeah. And he's he's saying he's not afraid of him. It's it's big battle time. And we see the supporting cast behind him. There's a girl with huge pink um braids with a walk as a hat. Right. Old man flying on a on a saucer. And like a, a big ripped dude with blonde hair. Who we find out is his dad. <laughs> yeah, Chef Jack. Uh so so what's happening in this scene anyway? He's confronting the big bad. Yep. And immediately Yeah, the Chase big bad dead. uh uh the uh drag queen goes from outer space. <laughs> and um he's all like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't even try the dad that is. Uh you're no match for him. 
and immediately like it's okay a so th- this this was the first like belly laugh that i got out of this episode so uh so uh chef jack is like telling him hey chase you better give up. You're no match for uh, for King Gorge. And Chase immediately like jumps on him like angrily and starts shaking him. He's like, "What do you mean? Like we've been through all of this bullshit and you just want me to throw in the towel and give up?" And Chef Jack is like, "I was just kidding." So immediately we see the, the like the the comedy angle is that instead of being an inspiring dad, he is the sarcastic dad. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and it works. Like, totally, I haven't even yeah. seen all of the show, and I'm, like, completely on board <laughs> with this episode. And um, we get, like, a vid window. Like, a fucking vid window with, like, a chef holding up two giant spatulas. Who's like, yeah. Lord Gorge, uh, the, the fighting foodons are rebelling. Or something like that. There's a rebellion. And he, like, screams. He's like, ah! Oh, yeah. Made me laugh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Looks like so the revolution a rebel. is in full full swing as uh, according to chef jack and here we get the uh, delightful intro fighting foodons the revolution is in full swing i notice in the intro there are fighting foodons that look that are straight up wearing power rangers costumes it's at around like uh at like the 120 minute uh, mark or so oh uh listeners we're watching this on ret for free on retrocrush.tv which uh was actually pointed out to me by our our patron jared so uh, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, making yeah. it making it easy for us to to find this show because I had no idea what Retro Crush was, and ne- neither did I. And here I, we are. Here we are. I might even uh, uh, utilize this site again for uh, uh, an upcoming themed month that we have in the works. For Fighting foodons. Here's something incredible. These monsters were once edible. Do 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 do. Once it's, edible. It's just uh, it's fun. So. Actually, that that raises a point that I uh, was thinking of uh, while I was watching this earlier. So, the the these things are food. They're like little uh-huh. food dudes. Yeah, I I feel like defeating them. You could defeat them very easily by just eating them. Well, you have to defeat them before you eat them. Have you ever tried just eating a wild boar? You don't just eat it. There's a big process in killing it before it turns into ham, right? <laughs> right. Well, see, my experience with wild boars is they crash in stasis pods and emerge as maximal, very like energetic and friendly maximals named Razor Beast. See, my experience with wild boars is two dozen of them attack, and you need an AR-15 to mow these fuckers down before they reach and two mow dozen, or, two dozen, or thirty to fifty feral hogs. S- specifically, thirty to fifty. Yeah. No take, less, no more. <laughs> take me down to the Paradise City where the uh, hogs are feral and they're 3250. <laughs> oh, won't you please take me home? It was like one of, that was my f- favorite uh, uh, tweet uh, involving the whole 30 to 50 feral hogs thing that went viral a couple of That's years ago. That's why back. you need an AR 15. Yep. In America. So you can just open fire in your front lawn uh, where over the heads of your children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, meme, uh, something that went viral like two years ago. Uh, listeners, if you're unfamiliar, look up to look up uh, 30 to 50 feral hogs and just buckle up for some mass hilarity on Twitter. It's, also, it's if you're wondering what the fuck I was talking about with a uh, uh, maximal boar in a stasis pod, uh, Razor Beast, Beast Wars character, 
uh, we uh, he popped up in uh, the latest issue of the IDW Beast Wars comic book, which we reviewed on our show Too Much Galavar recently, which is a Patreon exclusive show available at the five dollar and up tier. Yeah, and he was he was cool. I liked Razor cool. Beast. Yeah, Razor Beast was cool. I had he's a Pumbaa man. I was a kid. He is a Pumbaa. Yeah. When I was a kid, that was kind of the voice when I was playing with uh, my Beast Wars <laughs> toys. That was the kind of the voice that I tried to give him. They call me Mr. Pig. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so back to back to the fighting foodins. Yeah. Great intro. Yeah. Great intro. Ten out of ten. Today like is it. special. Chase in space. I I liked it a lot more than the uh, than the intro for uh, uh, a certain uh, certain other Patreon sponsored show that we we covered that is also in an anime type style. What's that? Totally Oko. I hated oh. the theme song to that show. <laughs> you, you did. I you I did. did. I also hated. This is that a contrast show. to it. Yeah. 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 This is. Uh, this is washing the washing the the code Lyoko taste out of my mouth. Uh, yeah. Once again, apologies to uh, to a bemused horseman. I'm really sorry. I wanted to like that show. I just I had I watched couldn't. a couple of because bemused horseman was like, why don't you check out this one and this one and this one? And I watched a couple more. It's it's on Netflix, so I was like, sure. And um, yes, yes, they were much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he he did warn us that that was one of the worst episodes. But... Also, the plot is just better written than the other episodes I watched. Huh. Yeah. Well... So what what's happening here in Fighting Foodons is that so like like Drake uh, drag queen ghost from outer space is like, huh? It seems that I have been defeated. My mind control uh, plan has like blah blah blah, and I've been defeated. And then he screams because he's very calm and he talks like this. And then he breaks character and screams at the main character. And he's like, no, you're wrong. The world is my oyster. And he disappears because he's a ghost, right? And uh, I, I like their their reactions. They're like, what was that about? And one of them's like, I don't know, but I think it had something to do with shellfish. Right. Uh, this, yeah, the, this show. And so they run. I, I've discovered, um, I, I've come to realize recently, like, I, and I, I've gone on record saying this, like, I'm not a huge anime fan, but yeah. I actually like, really like bananas, like, comedic anime. This is just like really bananas. Absurd. Just like really absurd, like, over the top, like, co comedic anime. I actually am realizing that I'm, I, I kind of dig that style of anime. Yeah. This is, um, this definitely it knows what it is and it, it works really well mm -hmm. it's a comedy anime and the jokes actually hit so they're however they're translated there's always um some give or take with translations right some jokes don't land or don't make sense and the english dub is pretty damn funny yeah the the english dub uh for this um uh, it's actually pretty good, and like I find most, uh, or not most, but I find a lot of anime uh, English dubbing, like either the translation be meh. Uh, either the translation isn't great, or like sometimes the voice acting is pretty subpar. But I think they're both, like the 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 English translation 
is pretty good. And also the voice acting, the English voice acting is pretty good too. It's decent. Um, we, it's we decent. Have... It's not, it's not great, but it, it's, it's good enough. No, I, I like it. I thought they yeah. did a great job. And um, what's happening. So they run, they run from whatever palace and there's a giant statue of what is it? King George, George, the third King Gorge, <laughs> um, Lord Gorge. Um, and uh this giant statue starts splitting apart and uh main character's dad is like, it looks like he has a split personality. Oh and yeah. Like, and, uh, uh, chef Jack, uh, um, that's the dad. Yeah. Yeah. That the dad chef Jack is pulling this, like, I don't know. It's, it's like a, a food rickshaw cart. cart. Yeah. Like food a food cart? cart. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Not a rickshaw cart. Rickshaw is like, uh, transports people. Tran- yeah. This, yeah per- this, person. This is a food cart. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so um, he starts to fly off into space, and the little panda kid like pops up, and he's like, "Gorgeous, having a blast!" Man, yeah. the writing for this show is shockingly good. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of puns, right? Like it's dumb. He's like, "Wow, like g- gorgeous, having a blast!" And like the main character Chase pops up and he's like, that makes one of us. It looks like he has a split personality <laughs> yeah. as the statue splits apart. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. having a blast. Gorge is ah. on. So get, okay, let me quickly paint a picture for you. There's a giant yeah. statue. It splits apart and the statue looks like Gorge. Then a yeah. rocket that also looks like Gorge shoots out of the statue. <laughs> yeah. And Gorge isn't even in the rocket. He's, he's standing on, on the top shoulder. Of it of it yeah so there's, it's like a um like a russian doll <laughs> doll effect where there's just a, a bigger and and smaller like gorge inside maybe there's even a smaller one inside the villain and they'll find that out later i i don't know so you, you mentioned the show is like full of puns and whatnot and um uh, i i will say and i i may have talked about this before but like I love puns and I love like I legit love like very like womp womp like dad joke type uh-huh. humor. I, and maybe it's just because like Oh, this I'm, is the show for you. Oh, totally. And maybe it's just because like I'm in my mid 30s now, like I'm almost 37 years old at this point. So yeah. that like very like lame like dad joke l- humor is actually starting to really appeal to me. <laughs> I'm not even a dad, but like I'm 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 definitely aging into like uh uh dad joke territory. When myself. I was like a teenager, I stopped liking family movies. Right. And I, we into all my twenties, I and I into my twenties, I I don't like it. Oh, I don't want to watch these. And into my late twenties and into my thirties, I'm just like, no, like I kind of do like family movies. Like there's nothing wrong, it doesn't need to be super heavy or dramatic or action-y. Like I I just started enjoying it more. And it's that those dad ages. Yeah. Right. Like you just start enjoying like silly shit or yeah. like family movies or pot dad jokes or puns or like, you've always liked Christmas movies. Right. But like, you know, yeah. like Santa Claus, man, 16 or whatever year old me and going to fucking watch that shit. Tim Allen. Right. But then, I, I've, I've been watching the Santa Claus every Christmas for like the past decade now. Exactly. Which is why I was like, well, no, this doesn't count for you. But yeah, <laughs> but then I had watched it like when I was like 29 or something. And I was like, this is just nice, man. Like, this is just nice. It's entertaining. You know, what's uh, what uh, I, I won't hang on this too long, but you know, what's funny about that movie? 
uh, uh, watching it uh, in recent years, I've come to realize is like one Tim Allen's character is an asshole. Like he's kind of a jerk, but like every and the kind of the shitty thing about that movie, though, is like he's a jerk. He does everything wrong, but in the end, everything just works out for him. It's that character arc where he does learn that he's he he does change. It's just he he does, yeah. But it, it's, kids' movies are very simple. Bad people kind of get what's coming to them, and then they they become good people, and then everything ends okay. <laughs> and yeah, you're right, unless... yeah. He he he's kind of just a jerk who doesn't ever learn anything throughout most of the movie until there's that like moment where he's like, "Wait a second, family's important." Yeah. Yeah, and so, then everything is okay. And everything is okay, but you know it's not okay. Uh, King how are Gorge they gonna, blasting off into space? How are they going to get Gorge when he's blasting off into space? Uh, it well. Um, In uh, fact, the the sh- characters kind of talk about it. They're like, "Well, what the heck do we do? He yeah, can't get uh, him. He left the planet." Chef Jack decides to do something with his food cart. Apparently, this food cart. Well. Okay, so apparently this food cart like is able. He, you're able he dramatically to do... points at it and he says, "Food cart, do your stuff." Apparently, like you can do other things with it. And what he does is he transforms it into a cannon, and decides to go all fucking Jules Verne and just shoot himself into space. Yeah, the, the, it transforms. I don't know if you've read uh, 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 Jules Verne from the Earth to the Moon, but they like literally get to the moon by shooting themselves in cannons. <laughs> hey, it's a legit strat, man. <laughs> it seems legit. Uh, so uh, uh, Chef Jack decides to do that and uh, shoots himself into the air. And he doesn't go to space. He just ends up falling back down to the ground. He, he gets shot up very high. Yeah. We hit a commercial break. And when we come back, he just falls back down. <laughs> yeah, he falls back down and... Um, he leaves like an imprint in the ground. Yeah, and like uh, someone uh, character like talks to him, and he is like, "Greetings, I am from Earth," or something <laughs> like that. So we cut to a different city in ruins with a bunch of foodons talking to them, and holy shit, is the voice acting for these guys kind of the best? Which guys, sorry? So at around like six and a half minutes, there's like. A bowl of um. Oh, are you talking about the, are, the the three uh, robot dudes in? Yeah, the, like, what are their the, names? In the giant robot. In the uh, giant robot. Yeah, there's a giant yeah, yeah. robot in ruins, right? Yeah, so there's a giant robot. What are their names? One of them is Spaghetti about it. Yeah, and he talks like this. See. <laughs> uh, let's go to Wikipedia to figure out what their names are. Uh, yeah, we're going in, folks. We're going in. Yeah. So. They turn on some monitors and they view the heroes. Oh, uh, okay. So, Cowboy Rito, Spaghetti About It, and Crab Quake. <laughs> Are these three specifically? Yeah. Crab Quake. Macho, Scaranera, and wait, what? Oh, Chase says their names here. One sec. Oh, okay. Uh, I Yeah, I think I, I'm looking at different. I, I have the wrong characters. Sorry, listeners. I... No, no, I, we'll I, we'll figure it out. Unless, I, I don't. 
There, there are a lot of fucking characters in this show. Holy there, there are, which is part of the fun. Guz Macho, Scaranera. Oh my god, oh my god. Uh, King Gorge's name is King Gorgeous Gorge. I told you he was a drag queen. That is the best. He is, he is fabulous. <laughs> King Gorgeous Gorge. King Gorgeous Gorge. That Holy is Christ. phenomenal. I definitely should have gone to the Wikipedia page before we started recording. Right, yeah. Well, it's a it's a journey. Okay, one second. It is I'm a gonna journey. listen to Jay say their, their names really quickly. All right. He says What's he Gazmacho. Gazmacho. Scaranera. Scaranera. Nice. I yeah. like it. One one second. One sec. Gobblebot. Gobble instead bot. of cobble gobblepot. Right. Oh oh my god, dude. I'm on the Wikipedia page. Some of the names. There, there's a food on named Squid Vicious. Are you kidding? No, I'm fucking serious. Oh, I might actually, I might actually have to watch more of this goddamn show. Squid Vicious. <laughs> Squid Vicious. Octopoison. Uh. Squid. Vicious. Squid Vicious. Pasta Vizumin. Digestor. Noodleator. Apple Gator. Shishka Beast. Cinna monkey, wow! Shishka beast, squid vicious. That that what I I fucking love it. <laughs> uh, tank There's and cheese, <laughs> mouse special, shaken bacon. Sometimes, if you have unlimited like silliness, like you said, when things become so ridiculous that nothing matters anymore, you enter special territory. Where you can be as zany as you want. Yep. And if you just go hard and you're shameless about the comedy, and it, like this show knows exactly what it is, like I uh -huh. said previously, you hit that like sweet spot where like once people go, oh, this is like ridiculous, but it's well written and it's funny and it's fast paced <laughs> and it, it's Pokemon. Yeah, the food. This, it's. This this show is so fucking stupid, and I love it. But it's so stupid in a good way. <laughs> is there a villain named Rose Marinade? There is. <laughs> Spaghetti about it. Crab Quake. Squid Vicious. Shishka Beast. This is beast. amazing. King Gorgeous Gorge. The, these are these names are like eleven out of ten. That that's good job. Go. Whoever named these. Donosaur. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, muscles marinara. Muscles marinara. That was it, right? He, you mentioned earlier, shrimp daddy. There's one that's just named Jambalaya. <laughs> Keeping it simple. Okay, okay. So back in the episode, but sorry, folks, we're discovering that the everyone's name is epic. Um, we, yeah, we we are uh, we are uh, uh, discovering the 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 joy that is uh, the names of characters in this show. So everybody had run to the city from wherever they were. And... One more, one more, real oh. quick. Dim something special. Wow. Dim something like... special. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. The, the English translators and and um, whoever named them in English is. Uh, 
I, I hope that, Give that, that man person, a raise. I, I was going to say, I hope that person was paid well. Oh, man. I, um, oh, uh, this, uh, so, anyway. Yeah. So, sorry. So, everybody runs to the city. Um, um, who, who's Chase's dad? Um, Chef, uh, Chef Jack. Jack. Um, a lot of, he, he's, he's usually holding most of the other kids. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're just riding on his shoulder and stuff. And they get to these fighting foodons that are kind of robotic, like looking. They came out of the uh, the giant mech. And he's like, hey, we need your help. We need a rocket so we can chase after <laughs> Gorgeous Gorge. <laughs> and yeah. this is, I'm okay with how corny this gets. They're like, a rocket? And a character comes out of, like, who, who's been with them the whole time, presumably. Yep. And they're like, why it's Dia, the rocket scientist. So presumably this is a character that's been in almost every episode, right? The best rocket scientist in the town. She's also the only rocket scientist in town. And she's like, hi, guys. It's good to see you. And Chase is like, wait a second. And and she's like, didn't I tell you I'm a rocket scientist? And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that stupid deus ex. <laughs> Like, of course she is. No, it, it's... Uh, yeah, like, yeah, th this... Again, this show is stupid in, like, all the best ways yeah. possible. And it's intentionally stupid. Yeah, we had really missed her. And then one day, she just got up and disappeared, she? And we really missed her. Uh, also, but she, because she was always so quiet, we didn't even notice she was missing. Also, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not someone who's normally like, uh, like thirsty for anime girls, but I, I kind of like this rocket science. I kind of dig this rocket scientist chick. Well, um, any video listeners, anyone's on YouTube checking us out. Um, I may have her and cat version behind me, uh, as part of my background. Yeah. Apparently she, um, she, uh, turns into a cat girl, a, a literal cat girl at some point named uh, more Claudia. reason to like her. <laughs> uh, every, everybody loves an anime cat girl anyway. So apparently, um, uh, rocket girl, I, that's that, that's her name yeah. to me from now on rocket girl. She plays uh, a flute at one point. Is this coming up? She plays a flute, like the freaking green ranger. Well, like I said in the intro, there are literally like foodons who are wearing Power Rangers costumes. Like, I, I, I need to discover. Like, I definitely got to watch more of this show because I, I'm very curious about that. But speaking of being curious about things, so apparently, like Rocket Girl has been gone somewhere for. I get we get the impression she's been gone for a while. Brainwashed by, she worked for King George for a while. Uh, kid, kid George. <laughs> Uh, yeah, seemingly so. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, and she's like, oh, it was horrible. I don't know what happened. I don't know where I was or something like that. Yeah. She like, oh, she does. She just doesn't remember yet. And like um, one of the other characters kind of gives her a side eye when she mentions that she doesn't remember like where she was or what she did. So she plays the flute and she summons animals. Yeah. She summons a green bear, a green monkey, a two-tailed fox, and a purple bat. 
Oh, oh yeah. She's like, apparently I, I was working for King Gorge, but I really don't remember what I was doing or in what capacity. She's saying like with her, uh, with her hands together and like her eyes closed. Like a, and... a, dr- a dreamy like sequence. Yeah. Like, like magical girl kind of reminiscing sequence. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, the way she's delivering. It sounds very shady. Like she's full of shit. Like she knew exactly what she was doing. That was the impression that I got. After she summons the animals, I didn't realize she was on top of the mech. She jumps down and there's a big, like, Umbrella Corporation lacy parachute. And I'm like, when was she up there? The show does that a lot. You have no idea where they are or where they're going. And suddenly someone's in a parachute. Oh, can we we talk about the uh, her uh, her uh, quartet of animals that she summons? The big four, they're called. The, the 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 bear fox monkey and bat yep i i i love the like very like anime style like quick like f- uh fast moving background when they all appear <laughs> the, the anime intro of all of yeah, them as the they anime intro and... of all of them and then it re- just repeats it again when she like i think she puts like, them in a summoning circle or or yeah something. and then they just repeat the same animation <laughs> there's a lot of repeated animations Right, but, and like a lot of the times, that's a budgetary thing. But I feel like here, it's a joke. Like they're doing it intentionally as a gag. There's a lot of repeated animations, and like I'm okay with that. It's so hard to tell if it's meta or if they're just filling out the episode. But it doesn't matter either way. Either way, uh, it it cracked me up. This um, yeah this 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 whole fucking episode like just cracked me up. Holy shit! I so, I I was was not expecting to be as entertained by this shit as I was. So the four animals go into like different panels on the ground right. and it unlocks a secret entrance to a silo that just yeah. happens to be there. And there's a giant rocket inside that looks, looks like, like a big eggplant with looks a, like a big uh, eggplant with a, with a happy like a slime slime face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just a simple like smile and googly eyes. So yeah, this so is King, what what does King she call George it? It's called the egg, her... I think it's called the eggplant rocket. Something like that. Yeah. The King Gorge turned her into Claudia. Yeah. That's what had happened at some point, right? That that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. But she she was acting all innocent, like, oh, but I really don't uh remember what I was doing or in what capacity I was working for him. The way she delivers it, I feel like she's full of shit and she was was very aware of like everything she did. What are you gonna do, man? So there's a to to go ahead a little bit, there's um a sequence where they vid window a bunch of people, uh resistance fighters, I guess. Yeah, and try to get help from all around the world see check in with everybody there's a greater plot going on here right yeah i have no idea what any of this is about but yeah and then suddenly there's a bunch of like lasers from space that come raining down and they're cards oh the the uh the closed captions that i turned on ages ago suddenly just started working halfway through the episode well dang (laughs) well blow Um, me down so as the cards are descending in beams of light, they transform into foodons. Um, real quick, uh, uh, to talk about br- very briefly during the, the series of like uh, uh, 
Skype calls that that they're doing with resistance fighters. Right. right. There, there are the there is this like duo of uh uh people like one's wearing a turban, like one's this tall person wearing a turban, and the other looks like a kid. Right. But they're like, oh, our home was completely destroyed by by every by King Gorge and blah blah blah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? I just like their reaction. Yeah, you gets you gotta you gotta and, take the good and, with the bad. And then one of the characters was like, well, they're as easy going as ever. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I wanted uh, another thing that cracked me up was the like, ah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> so Chase tells everybody that King Gorge is attacking them with foodons from outer space. Yep. And they all change. I can't catch all of their names, but there's like some shrimp ones. Um, there's some that are like spaghetti. They're all kind of like robotic, but also food. So are these, are you talking about the ones that were sent down to attack? Yeah. From outer space. Yeah. Yeah. From outer space. Yeah. So we got, so we got the, um, we got what looks like a mar a series of marshmallows with like a plate and pancakes on their head. Uh, and they're saying glutton glutton. So while this was all happening, I guess, Rocket Girl was restoring and polishing and fixing the rocket yeah. because she starts to ascend out of the silo on it and it's all like sparkling and working. Just so before I, that, I I, I want to call out like what all of these foodons are that descend from space. So we got go Glutton Glutton, then we got uh Scrudel, which is like uh some green some green dude with a plate with like noodles on its head. Yeah. And then we got a then we have a crab with a, a plate of of pasta on its head with a couple of clams called that is saying seafood pasta seafood pasta. Yeah, so some of them don't need to be clever. Sometimes you just seafood pasta. Yeah, I mean when you when you got these many uh, like these many creatures that you got to name, like sometimes sometimes you just gotta like uh, go with like the simplest. Uh, the simplest name, you know? You know, sometimes they're uh, squid vicious, but other times they're seafood pasta. What, what are you going to do? Uh, and uh, Chef Jack is like, is like, well, well, kids, well, uh, when uh, lemons fall from the sky, you, you make lemonade. That's how the saying goes, right? I don't think that's how the saying goes. <laughs> One of them says. Uh, yeah, so here, here comes, uh, uh, here comes waifu. Rocket Girl coming up, uh, standing on top of the food cart, which is now on top of the eggplant rocket. And he's like, see, I've converted it to blah, blah, blah. It's modulated to something, blah, blah. And Chase is like, you just tied it, tied it to the top. I can see the <laughs> rope. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, I don't know what, like, what the fuck is up with this food cart? I... I also like the fact that like uh Jack seems to make it out like it's this like grand like very like versatile like multi-purpose device but like he literally just tied it to the top with rope. Like it was it wasn't like fucking like Gurren Lagon like a head like on the neck like, body morph back into yeah, each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it's nothing like that. He literally just tied it to the top of the <laughs> eggplant rocket. I like it. And um, Rocket Girl is like upside down being held. But the show's very cute. The boys are cute. The girls are cute. You know, the dad's a dad. It 
like there's kind of nothing bad <laughs> to say about this. Her hair is like falling down as she's like explaining. Yeah, it to her. No, I I I have uh, I have no complaints about this show really. Yeah, and lasers come. I like that the dad's weapon is a giant chef's knife. Yep. And Chase's weapon is a frying pan. <laughs> uh I Oh, uh I think um when I when I was uh doing the the roll call of all of the uh the the food ons coming down from space, I think I missed the first one which was Shrimp Daddy. No, Shrimp Daddy is a good guy we see later oh is he because there's definitely yeah. some like prawn looking things here that's not shrimp daddy oh, oh what, you'll, what? you'll know shrimp daddy i'll point him out <laughs> don't don't you worry okay i'm i'm not worried trying not to <laughs> anyway so everybody jumps onto the rocket yeah it Okay, Dia, and uh, Chef Jack is like, okay, okay, Dia, let's launch this eggplant explorer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The eggplant rocket's called the the eggplant explorer. Because why Why not? Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) That's as good an answer as any. Um, And, like, an alarm. So they try to blast off, and an alarm goes off, and it's it's like a weight limit alarm that you hear in an elevator. Yeah, and Rocket Girl informs them that it, they all can't go on it. So uh, Chef Jack is like, "Never fear, I will choose who will go." And like he picks like one of the characters he picks is like, "Excellent choice, sir." If I do say so myself, it's basically just Chase and who else? Uh, one of the other kids. One I don't of the know. other kids. And then the rocket goes up in space, and off it goes. And it starts stalling in the air, like it, it, it's overburdened. And then Rocket Girl's like, oh my, I guess I should have used a calculator instead of doing the math in my head. And I'm like, serious? What kind of a rocket scientist are you? I think someone even says that. Yeah, they all yell at her. They all do yeah. the anime thing where they come up behind her and they're like, you call yourself a rocket scientist? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I, um, uh, Chef Jack also sends like a, a bunch of meatballs with eyes on them onto right. the uh, the eggplanted explorer with chase and the other kid yeah so oh, what's this character's name again the gazmacha gazmacho um he pops up in the mech and he's like gazmacho mind showing me how to operate the mech and i'm like yeah this is the guy to to teach <laughs> oh the um uh, uh another uh line that made me like laugh out loud earlier was uh, just before they blast off uh, the old man who's according to the captions name is Oslo. Maybe okay. he's Nor- maybe he's Norwegian. <laughs> Oslo being the capital of Norway. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like, oh, so y- you have to stop uh, King Jor or King Jor. I don't- there I almost did it. King Gorge. Uh, from doing blah blah because uh, if if he's able to do blah blah it will take this battle to a whole new level and you won't be able to stop him and Chef Jack is like how's that for pressure kids all of his lines are are great how's that uh, for pressure kids so when he learns how to pilot the mech 
he shoots it off in space, and I was going to think that he would grab the eggplant rocket and go into space with them, right? No, he like soccer kicks, like punts the eggplant to help it reach escape velocity. Uh, and when I was watching that, I'm like in the mech. I'm like. And then what? once it gets up to a certain point, the rocket just starts working. I'm like, that's not how rockets work. You don't know that. Fighting foodons. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, but uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, Christ. So Gaz, Gaz Macho is like, well, I can't believe that worked. And Chef Jack is all like, you seem nervous, Gaz Macho. You should take a few days off. After we defeat King Gorge. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this guy's dialogue? All right. So uh, they're in space and uh, Chase uh, decides to summon all of his foodons by oh, throwing yes. cards out. So as space foodons still in laser foodons. form and cards change and come fight him. Oh, the other kid is Pi 10. Pi 10. That's it. Two words, pie tin. He, yeah. He's a pie tin. Yeah, he's a pie tin. Yeah. So there's like, they, they call their cards and there's like Sir Dumpling. Blast off, Sir Dumpling. So there's Sir shrimp, Dumpling. And they, there's all, sure, they all say their names. There's, uh, there's Shrimp Daddy. Yeah. All right. Here goes. Fried Ricer, Shrimp Daddy. And something special. Dim, dim something special. Dim something I was, special. I right? was cracking up about that earlier, remember? So fried ricer. Fried ricer. Fried ricer. Shrimp daddy. <laughs> this fucking show, man. A dim something special is just a Chinese dragon, but his head is a dim sum bowl. <laughs> shrimp daddy. Ha! That's shrimp daddy. Shrimp daddy. And when they defeat the other monsters, they turn back into cards. Right, right, yeah. Which is kind of reminiscent of... Um, Digimon? Um, not just Digimon. Uh, did you ever watch Monster Ranchers? Uh, no, but I played... Uh, so Monster Rancher, I don't know if the anime or manga came first. or I think the anime might have been based on the PlayStation game. But I played Monster Rancher 3 on PlayStation because you could create special monsters by putting in, by doing disc swap and putting in yes. other PS1 games or audio, certain audio CDs would create. No, any, any CDs, man. You could even. Well, burn. no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I, any CDs would, but like, um, I had a guide for this in PlayStation magazine. There were like, I think like 50, 50 or so like special monsters you could get by using very specific CDs. Right. Like, yeah. uh, I think one of them was Metallica. The black album gave you this like, like, like rocker looking monster. Man. I, I think have... like a, a smashing, uh, smashing pumpkin CD, like unlocked a certain monster. I can't remember. It was, this was too, uh, two decades over two decades ago now but i have like an old list of where oh, i okay. write them down that i've had for decades i don't All have right. it in on hand with me All but, right, fuck um, it. I, i'm googling it because why not but um i'm a i played a lot of monster rancher one and two never played much beyond that because it got weird for me i remember one was like a circus theme and you like train them and have to do shows, but like also an adventure. 
and you used them as a team of like two or three or something like that and would fight other three. I wish I had gotten more into that, but I was an adult at that point and I didn't have time for the, the monster rancher grind. But one yeah. thing that I've always been a fan of was the, it just reads the, the code off of CDs and you get a random ass, not random like you can put in the same cd like the same cd will p- produce the same well results. no and like i yeah. was saying like certain cds would, would give you would give you special monsters uh yeah i actually just found a list and holy shit it's huge you could put a, you could even put 3do discs in in a fucking playstation you get special monsters for oh. monster rancher wild uh, um all right, so audio CDs, uh, ACDC Live, got you a uh, uh, Gollum, uh, a couple Celine Dion CDs, <laughs> Iron, a couple Iron Maiden CDs, a uh, bunch of the Cranberry CDs. Oh, amazing. Uh, I know what offspring. all the monsters are, so what, what are some of the monsters for them? All right. Um, so the cranberries, uh, everybody else is doing it. Gives you tiger slash golly. Okay, so that that's one that looks like a wolf, but it would have kind of like a a sun mask. Ah, Sepultura roots gives you hanger slash zoom. That must have uh, been something outside of one or two. Th- this is two. Um, Monster Rancher two. I, I'm guessing you didn't have Sepultura roots when you were when you were younger. Oh, that's what those. Oh, a hangar, right, right. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, it, w- it was like a, a Star Wars battle droid. Absolutely, fucking hang hangar. Yeah. What was the zoom? Oh, the zoom. Right, just the di- dinosaur one. Right, right. Yep, and uh, Queen Greatest Hits two gave you plant. I like to plant. It's exactly what you think it is, man. It's a plant. Uh, yeah, the like offspring, something like a, a vile plume. The the offspring Americana gave you worm. Um, oh right, right. The the ancient dinosaur looking like um, they kind of looked like um, a really small version of um, tremors. Like it uh, had like beady eyes and then like like an evil looking caterpie. <laughs> Uh, you could put in other PlayStation games. Uh, Parasite Eve would give you hair. That's that was a common one. I wonder what kind of hair. That was a that was a rabbit that was really good at boxing. <laughs> one of my favorites. It had a really short lifespan, but Metal Gear for... Solid. Metal Gear Solid would give you Gabu. I did know that one. Yeah, because we had that. Well, I of course, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gabriel Resident- was just like a slime Re- kind of dude. Resident Evil 2 would give you Color Pandora. Now that was one of my favorites. Color Pandora was actually three little monsters that formed a caterpillar type creature. And it specialized in having so much health that no matter how much damage you could take, as long as you hit your enemy a few times, you would just tank them. And they got wild. Like they would have kamikaze moves that did a lot of damage to the enemy, but they would hurt themselves. Hmm. So you would build that monster with having so much HP 
that like the kamikaze moves barely hurt it, but had a big payoff. Tomb Raider 2 would give you Mochi. Mochi is the um the the main kind of monster from the anime that the main character like meets. Apparently early. Silent Hill will also give you hanger. Hmm. Weird. Uh, you'd think Silent Hill would give you something other than a robot, but yeah, you'd think. You could put in Sega CD games. If you put oh, in I did uh, not know that. Jurassic Park, you would get Pixie. Not gonna lie, some of my first few faps were Pixie. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm Googling a picture of this thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Search the web for Pixie. The Pixie crosses were really interesting. Monster Rancher. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And the different crosses, right? Because you could cross them all, right? So you can have, like, main Pixie zoom, and it will, like, be a Pixie shape, but it'll have, have like, dinosaurish features or a hair. There'll be a Pixie, right? But she'll have, like like rabbit ears and a little tail put in sega saturn cds that's wild um one that i actually i never had a saturn so i'm not super familiar with any of them let's go with uh thanks for joining us on our journey listeners of monster ranchers yeah maybe we'll we'll have to add that to the the list one of these days yeah why not um Shining Force 3 would give you uh, gel slash golem. A gel and a golem. Gel. What was that? G-E-L? J- J-E-L-L. Oh, it was another slime one. They were the bulk of the enemies in the anime. Uh, if you put in uh, Night Trap, you got... Uh, Night su- Trap? Suezo. Suezo. Su- Suezo slash Suezo. Zoom. Oh, so a dinosaur Suezo. Yeah. Yeah. Suezo was the sarcastic. He's the iconic one with the, he's a yellow thing with like a little tail, no limbs or anything, just like a tail underneath it. And the entirety of its body is a gigantic single eye and a big mouth. And he's on the cover of almost all of the Monster Rancher games. If you Low HP, in. really high like damage output. I think in. he gained energy extremely quickly. If you put in Castlevania Symphony of the Night, you get ape slash plant. Yeah, the ape was kind of like an orangutan right. thing. It I would like sit would, down assume, and like yeah. throw bananas and yeah. So a uh, uh, plant ape. Yeah. That actually sounds kind of dope. It, it, <laughs> maybe I should uh, stream Monster Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, if, if anyone wants to, to hear that. Uh, let me, uh, let me let, know. Let us know. Anyway, let's uh, let, let's we got like what five minutes left in this. Yeah, let's get episode. back into the. <laughs> let's get back into it. it I feel a... like anybody that's here listening to us talk about fighting foodons would also appreciate Monster Ranches. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> and I, I've said this before um, on at least one of our other show, million shows that we do. Um, I've never actually gotten any complaints about the weird tangents that we go on. No one's ever complained about it. So there we go. I guess it also means that nobody, not enough people are listening to complain. Uh, that is true. Uh, that that could be true. Yeah. But uh, we haven't gotten a ton of negative feedback so far. A little bit of negative feedback here and there, but just, just one about our 
Facebook ads. Yeah, and there were a couple of other like comments here and there that I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? So thanks, th th thanks for the feedback. Moving they're on. in they're in space, right? And the giant statue of King uh, Gorge is yep. just outside of Saturn. It looks like so. Oh boy, oh boy, did they go a long, a long way? Uh, not a not near the Earth at all. And um, I wonder why he has a spaceship when he's just like outside of the spaceship. Uh, but nobody, like, nobody but is I'm actually like, in spaceships in this but show. But then I'm like, wait, the kids are just riding on the outside of the rocket and they're fighting in space. Fuck it. There's air in space now. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. So they're. You know they're... what's funny? The first time I watched this, didn't even register. <laughs> and I was like, they're fighting in space. They never even thought about why they, they could breathe. So yeah. this is his true I form mean, now because like I mean they're not they're not uh like they're they're not uh they're no beast wars transformers sailing the the high seas of space on a space pirate ship. That's true. How how many people can be? Uh, if anyone's wondering what I mean by that, uh we we a while back on two, our beast wars podcast too much energy on we reviewed the uh uh, I think it was episode 47 of Too Much Energy on. We reviewed yeah. the uh, the 1998 Japanese anime Beast Wars movie, Lyo Convoy in Imminent Danger. That was a fun one. It was fun. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that. I, I couldn't. So it, much of the movie was it was bad. Annoying. It was yeah. bad, <laughs> but it was fun to it was fun to review. But it was also wild. This time travel. They summon Optimus Primal. It's it's wild. They they um, fight they, they, Jr. They they fight uh diamond weapon from Final Fantasy VII. Like actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um the drag queen ghost from outer space is now just a drag queen. They're solid. <laughs> and uh, they're not a ghost, and they're not from outer space since they're in space now. So he's just King Gorge. King Gorgeous. I love Gorge. the I love the the voice actor. Yeah. For King Gorge. It looks like you're out of your element, Chase. Like, such a soothing, like, great villain voice. And yeah. what is he? He um, says some creepy villain shit. Like, I'm just trying to show the people the only way they could ever know happiness by submitting to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's your game, huh? Uh, he summons some foodons of his own. And uh, and then something that I wasn't expecting, but I'm not surprised about because the show's wild. Okay. His fighting foodons combine. Yeah, Is yeah, that uh, that that kind of caught me off guard. And uh, so and they change cha into a thing that actually <laughs> surprised me. I was expecting some sort of food dish. It's a dragon. Oh yeah, that's uh, a that's big dragon with a dim sum rotating table around its yeah, that, neck. Yeah, that that that's uh, Chase's foodons that uh, yeah. all combine into the dragon. Yeah, and for some reason, um, Fried Ricer is the pilot of Feast of Us. Yep. and he transforms and he has like a battle form where a lobster goes on his head and he gets a cape. I <laughs> Fried Ricer. Ricer, shrimp daddy. 
And right away, again, Joe. you can't produce this. You, you can't predict this. Right away, he's like, all right, Fried Ricer, show him who's boss. And immediately, they get their ass kicked. Immediately, before they do anything, two other enemy Foodons double punch Feast of Us, and they just fly off into space. I laughed so hard about that. I'm like, yeah, okay. And so Chase they, goes, they, no! <laughs> so they, they combine and form this, like, powerful, like, dragon thing. And I'm like, yeah, okay, now they're going to kick some ass. Oh, nope, they get their ass handed to them immediately. <laughs> Multiple, t- like, they just kick that, his that ass. That is like a womp womp moment. I couldn't even I've believe that. There one. wasn't a fight where he lost. It was just immediately got his ass kicked. Yeah. This huge buildup. It's like yeah, two minutes yeah. long, and then in 15 seconds, he gets his ass kicked. Yeah, it's, it's not a back and forth. He just gets punched into Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put an end to this nonsense, shall we? And I'm like, oh, Christ. I can't. You can't predict this show. And, and sometimes for some shows, that's really bad. But this show does it perfectly. Yeah, like I was um, like, "Holy shit, they can combine into a giant dragon!" And I, I guess he sucks. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they, so after um, uh, Feast of Us uh, gets his ass kicked, um, yeah, uh, uh, gorgeous Gorge uh, shit talks them, and Chase is just like, "Yeah, well, you may have like powerful food ons, but I've got the power of the entire world behind me." As they're like rocketing toward him. And I'm like, okay, Goku. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what does that even mean? He's got the people. They're all putting their hands up in the air. They're giving him energy for the spirit bomb. Don't worry about it. In like four episodes, yeah. it'll 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 pay off as long as he doesn't look up. Sorry, that's a little Dragon Ball Z reference for the listeners. So Fried Ricer and Feast of Us are falling into Saturn and suddenly there's like 3D like CGI graphics to um um to um oh what's it called uh, render the planet and it's weird. <laughs> it's cool. I'm okay with it, but it's it's weird. So what's happening uh, here? Yeah, let's start let's start it wrapping falls this into up the here. planet. Yeah, and uh yeah, let's start wrapping this up here. What the uh, dragon falls into the the planet but then it comes out and it defeats the, the two enemy foodons and normally when they're defeated they're turned into cards but these cards turn black and burn up and turn into ash signifying that they can die yeah so they're 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 toast ha huh. um, so king gorge now reveals <laughs> well it seems that i have lost Except that during the battle, it seems that my dark nebula has gained full power. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what? and um, <laughs> there's a dark nebula. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Chase and Python like throw like power. I think they call it like power toppings. It's just this like green orb. They throw it at uh, Feast of Us, who is falling into the sun. Right. And uh, Feast of that's Us falls into him? the sun. Yeah, that's how they helped him. Uh, and it seems like. It seems like it doesn't work, and they're like, "Oh no, we're." T-. And Chase is like, "Oh no, we're too late." But then all of a sudden, a fucking tornado comes out of the sun from where Feast of Us and was. saves Feast of Us. Yeah, and it attacks the yeah it attacks the two uh, foodons, and this is where they like burn up and die, turn into ash. Presumably yeah. means that they're actually dead. At least in Monster Ranchers, they turned back into vine-covered discs. 
And after after the tornado like uh, dissipates, uh, there's Feast of Us, and Fried Ricer is standing like holding like his horns, and he just says, "Fried Ricer." <laughs> you 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 love the the, the simple <laughs> the uh, simple uh, yelling of the characters' names. I I yeah I I don't know like I I mean like, I do I, too. It, it just cracks it cracks me the fuck up like. <laughs> I, I can't even explain it. Strip Daddy. <laughs> like, it's it's because it's ridiculous, but it's a serious scene. And when you combine seriousness and ridiculous, it amplifies the humor. I, I've always it's been the a secret fan. spice of humor, and this the show figures it out. I, I've always been a fan of uh, absurdist comedy. And then and, this is it. And this, 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 this apparently is the show for me. So thanks, Jared, for uh, for for choosing it. And he thought he was going to hate it. I if did. anybody remembers, he was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" A well, nightmarish, no, childish anime. <laughs> well, no one would remember that because I never said that on air. That oh, was shit. my reaction. I mean, you were excited. That was my for reaction it. in PMs. I was like, "Oh God, what, what, what have we gotten? What have we gotten ourselves into? God what hell, us. hath we wrought upon ourselves?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, lo and okay. behold, this is actually a fucking delight. Just, a, just a delight. And so, what's happening here? The Dark Nebula is charged, and what that means is his statues on the planet shoot out. Ghostbuster-like plasma beams hitting people and apparently sucking their energy out. I <laughs> sure, and uh, there, there's some shit talking in space between uh, 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 Gorgeous Gorge and Chase, and uh, and Gorgeous Gorge is just like, "I've prepared something special for you, and now I summon Devouron," and he throws up a card. Right. I had to go see who Devouron was. The food, the food on, on embodiment of all the world's darkness. And I like how he he like Chase is like sweating and he's all like, oh, nobody told me about Devouron. And I'm like, it's okay, man. You can just invent things as you go. <laughs> nobody's nobody's and, holding and, up a manual for the rules of this world. Yeah, Chase is like, Oslo never told me about Devouron. And then uh, it cuts to like a like purple, hole? like vort, yeah, uh, a void. It looks like a galaxy, nebula. Yeah, some a galaxy. Well, it's spinning. Yeah, it looks like a galaxy. Yeah. Uh, so it's like this purple, like galaxy looking, like vortex type thing. And then a voice is just like it says, "Just who is this Devouron?" And I'm like, "Wait, who is this?" And then I quickly realize it's a narrator. And I'm like, "Tune in next time to find out." Yeah, apparently. It's like, tune in next time to find out. I was half expecting it to say, like, uh, same food on time, same food on channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the penultimate episode of Fighting Foodons. That is the penultimate episode of Fighting Foodons. Episode 25. Overall. What a, what a, what a treat. Oh, oh my God. What a I dish. Was, I, what a dish. What a, what a tasty, what a tasty morsel this uh this 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 show was i was I, i'm saying it i'm gonna pro fucking today i'm gonna go back like from episode gonna go to episode one and start actually watching this show i this and it's only 26 episodes and it's so fast-paced and funny like I, I think we could get through it pretty pretty easily this is uh like 
I fuck. I would even do this was entire, for Christopher. I I would do an entire <laughs> podcast about this show. Honestly, like this is this uh this this, this tapped into like the very like simple very like simple like easily easy to amuse part of my brain and uh it it, it was a joy i i really dug it so th- thanks again jared for for recommending this because uh i didn't know it existed before but i am glad that i'm aware of its I, existence now <laughs> same same uh yeah so that was uh episode 13 of the laser comb podcast uh this was a page as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this was a Patreon sponsored uh, uh, show. Uh, and once again, if you want to do the same, go to patreon.com slash laser comb, L-E-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. And at the $10 and up tier, you can do just that. Uh, go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash laser comb spelled the same way. It's kind of the central hub for this and all of the various other podcasts we do. We're also on Twitter. I am at laser comb. Uh, Cal, you are on Twitter as well, yes? At Neo underscore Cal, K-A-L. We will be back next week uh, with a special themed month. Uh, And I'm going to make a bit of an announcement here. Going forward, we're going to be kind of following themes each month Mm -hmm. uh, going forward, at least for the next few months anyway. So... Next week will be uh, December, uh, will be the beginning of December, December 2nd or 3rd, can't remember, early December. Uh, So for the month of December, we are going to be doing Christmas themed episodes. We're going to be kind of ditching the random episode format a little bit, just just so we can focus on Christmas episodes of shows. But there's going to be still going to be some randomness to it because... Every single show that we cover next month, Christmas episodes of, are going to be based on Twitter polls. So I put up a poll on Twitter uh, yesterday. Uh, I put up uh, four choices for uh, cartoons with uh, Christmas episodes, and what ended up winning out was Batman the Animated Series. So we will be back next week with the second episode of Batman the Animated Series, Christmas with the Joker. Sounds I'm, like a treat. <laughs> I I I don't remember the episode, but I would have I would have uh, definitely watched it because I back in 1992 watched Batman the animated series right from the get go. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. And uh, that in mind, I think that about does it. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, and I'm Neo Cal. Uh, And until next week, thanks for listening. We'll catch you later and Merry Early Christmas. Shrimp Daddy! (laughs) Shrimp Daddy! (laughs) Fried Ricer! (laughs) Bye bye.